When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody doing happy new year to you it's time for the end of year album of the year celebrations the rankings that we do we've done now this is the fourth year that we've been doing this and uh, we are ready to go but first i am jay scott and this is the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast thanks again for tuning in we are part of the pantheon podcast network great network of music related podcasts Mention my friends all the time that you can catch on that platform and go check them out. Uh, Tom and Zeus, shout out Loudcast, Martin Popoff, Mistress Carrie, Chris and Aaron on Decibel Geek, Mac on the Ugly American Werewolf of London podcast, and Carmen of Peace and Vinny Apice on the Hanging and Banging. Also, check out some of my friends outside of Pantheon, like All Things Blues and Southern Rock with Brian and Jason, the Itch Rock and Radio Show, a really fun podcast. Uh, for the, those guys down in down in Missouri, down in St. Louis, and also Aaron up in Chicago. Bend and Scoop is another favorite of mine, as well as Pod of Thunder. So check out all those and other podcasts. All music podcasts are great to listen to, especially the ones that focus on new music, because as we've learned through doing this, that podcasts and rock podcasts that, that promote new music are really the only only people talking about new rock music. When you think of the publications that are out there and you think of what they're defining rock music is now in the modern day, we are still down to those basic influences and those basic pillars of rock music that we do promote and the new bands that do thrive on that. So um, we, uh, we do keep carrying the flag and we're proud to do it. 
So don't forget to check out Pantheon Podcast on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pantheon Pods, as well as The Hook Rocks on all three of those social media platforms. Just search up The Hook Rocks. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us wherever you do podcasts. We're available everywhere, all 400-plus episodes. And we've been doing this now for three and a half years. We've had some great episodes for you to enjoy, like the recent Lilani Kilgore New Music Spotlight, our fourth quarter album reviews, our new music spotlights with Will Preston from Black Lakes and Laura Cox. We talked about the history of vinyl um, then and now with our resident audio expert, Skylab. We did our live album review of Judas Priest and many other episodes. We had a great interview with Dorothy Martin, so check that out as well. And set your app to automatic downloads. So while you're vegging out on the couch or just kind of in uh, communing on a train or wherever you're at, you can listen to the Hook Rocks and the episodes that we have. We always do appreciate it. Leave us a five-star review uh, if you can, if you like what we're doing. We do appreciate that as well. And it's time. It's time to get <laughs> to it. it uh, the year is finally over, and the albums have all been made and put out and People have bought them and collected them and gone seeing the shows and hearing the music. And we are going to rank the top 20 albums in 2022, along with the top five EPs. We'll have some contributions from our friends in the Groove Council, as we always do. But we are excited. We are very excited to do this. This is, again, like I said, our fourth year. Uh, My four picks in the... Gosh, the uh, the time we've been doing this, we started off with uh, back in 2019, ranking Feral Roots as the number one album, the great album by Rival Sons. Expect a new album out by them. The second year was in 2020, where I ranked Richie Kotzen's 50 for 50 as the number one album. Last year, Death by Rock and Roll, which was the Pretty Reckless album, which was great. Uh, just barely beat out Mammoth WVH in that album, too, as well. That was a great, great record. And who will be the one this year? The fourth annual album of the year with my friend Chris Corradetti, who does a great job as well in rankings and uh, members of the Groove Council. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm well. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy freaking New Year. <laughs> I feel like I, I, it's only been a matter of hours since I've seen you last. It feels like it, doesn't it? It <laughs> yeah. really does. I mean, I mean, not that you're not wearing the same hat or anything like that, but yeah. you know, I got glasses on this time. Hopefully, you've showered since uh, since our last uh, <laughs> no our last conversation. <laughs> but excited to do this, man! This has become like a labor of love for both of us um, as we do the the quarterly rankings and you know we we can't put all those albums in our top 20 unfortunately we wish we could because we spoke about them we spoke highly about them but we'll mention a few honorable mentions too as well as we whittle down the list a little bit but if you're interested in hearing more new albums that came out that maybe we're not going to talk about here check out those quarterly episodes because there's a lot of albums in there too as well not just my pick and chris's pick but also the groove council members is we, we talk literally probably over a hundred albums per quarterly episode when we do those rankings. So I know a lot of people say, I can't find rock and roll. I can't find where new rock and roll is. This is really, you know, the place, the resource that you want to listen to along with, I mentioned Terry Taylor's uh, great um, 
playlist on Spotify. But to talk about the albums and what we're listening to and what we feel is good, um, check it out. Check out all of those episodes. Check out the ones from previous years, too, as well. And uh, enjoy some new music. One of the great things about these lists, not just yours and mine, but like the group that that get included in this, it's really wide-ranging. Yeah. It's really, I mean, legit blues, traditional blues, metal, hard rock, AOR, metalcore, like like the span, you know, like Southern rock, alternative, yeah. you know, it, like some of the more poppy sides, some veteran acts, all new acts. It's um, it's a good grouping. It's a good grouping of albums every year, every quarter. Yeah, we've got a really good diverse group of music fans that. We have a lot of things in common and a lot of things we don't, but that doesn't make it, you know, bad because listen, I, I would not have heard of some of the albums that I ranked on the fourth quarter list, like near dusk, if it wasn't for this group. Right. Right. Um, that's a pickup freedom Hawk that we talked about in the third quarter. I never would have heard of that band had I not been a part of this group or started the, the groove council with all the new music being traded. So it is, uh, a great thing. And I, I encourage more people to start those groups of trading new music and listening to new music. Uh, and we've done a great job. It's never confrontational. There's never any issues with anybody. Um, it's all 95% of it's about the music. And it's great to share that stuff with people that love music, whether they're local here in the States or whether they're overseas in the UK. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Good, good people. Good people. All right, so we're going to hear their picks and make fun of them. Yes, <laughs> that's always a, uh, an added bonus with these episodes too. So let's yeah, start before with... we start. I, okay. I know, I know. I have. I, I don't think I have an egregious leave off like I did last year. With that said, I, I'm already looking at my list and, and, and looking at the numbers of where I have stuff. And I'm like, he's going to plots on this. He's going to plots on this one. He's going to plots where this is. <laughs> maybe, so. maybe you never know. You never know. So what do you want to do first? Well, we're going to do the EPs. So we're okay. going to do the top five EPs of 2022. Last year, we kind of went away where we included everything because it was a top 30 list because of so many releases and so many so much music came out last year that we would have been here forever which we kind of were we did we were <laughs> six hours of new music last year which me editing this is uh caught yeah. a lot of curse words and a lot of things that i probably shouldn't say but so in an effort to save your sanity and to save the listeners some time we'll try to streamline this a little more <laughs> yes yes so we went back to what we did in the years previous, where we do a top 20 and top five EPs. I think we may have done it a little differently in 2021 or 2020, where we did top 25 and we had some EPs and maybe some people just did five EPs. But because EPs are becoming so much more prevalent now, yeah. uh, it just makes sense to kind of have a top five for that as we kick it off. So I will begin with my... Top five EPs for the Hook Rocks. Uh, it's a band that uh, is really interesting to, to follow because they keep evolving. 
Um, they've got a lot of things that they're that they're going on with them, and I think that they're really finding their sound too as well, especially on this EP. Um, this EP kind of means a lot to me too because I got it when I was in the hospital. Um, I had ordered it. I had a health issue earlier this year, and I ordered it, and it was delivered while I was in surgery. And when I looked up the tracking, I had my son go pick it up and bring it to me while I was in the hospital. So, so it kind of has a little bit of an emotional attachment uh, to it on, on that. But it's a great band. They're out of Southern California. Um, the band is Desert of Talking Shadows, and the EP is Masato. Great job by the band. Um, really a great selection of songs. Carousel and Hourglass are my two favorite, but a band that you should really be watching. They're rising up the ranks. They're emerging from Southern California. Go check them out. Desert of Talking Shadows, Masato. Nice. I have that as well. On a nice, that's a cool cover on that too. Yes. Lionel, yeah. Um, so my number five is a band out of Canada. Uh, it's a band that Kaz turned me on to. And it's a band that I think through listening to Kaz's show, you know, if I had heard this EP like a couple of years ago, I don't think I would have given it a second uh, thought. But um, the band is 12 years today. The uh, the EP, the EP <laughs> is Escape the Gray. And they, I struggle with a lot of, you know, of the growly vocals. I, I really do. These guys do it perfectly. Um, I don't know if James does both. The lead singer James, if he does both styles of singing, but he's got a hell of a voice. And if he, if he does the growly parts too, it's, it's, it's great. But all four songs, Unveiled, Evolution of Me, Escape the Gray, and The Weight of It All are, are fantastic. And the, the final two, Escape the Gray and The Weight of It All, are my two favorites off the EP. Um but uh, I really enjoyed this. This came out a long time ago. Came out in January. It was, it's a year old, and it feels like it's too. <laughs> it's so long ago. But uh, so yeah, my number five is Twelve Years Today. Escape the Gray. Uh, really good. Really good EP. Yeah, I like that too as well. Um, didn't have it on my list, but uh, definitely um, fantastic selection. Good pick there. What do you got for uh, four? My number four is a band out of the UK uh, who really kind of has a sexy sound, uh, a very sultry sound that, that, that I do like. Um, I'm, I still have my fingers crossed for a full-length album from them because I like to hear a, a full body of work. But their EP Awakening, to me, is is really setting themselves apart from a lot of the bands in the in the UK with a different type of approach and a different type of sound. And that is the band Bastet. And again, the EP is awakening. Fantastic job by, by this band. Very uh, popular in our group, especially I know Chris Preston's a big fan of Bastet. Yeah. Yeah. As well as, as he should. And for anyone listening, check them out. They have uh, really good stuff, female fronted band. Um, I think uh, people will enjoy them. And they got a, she got a nice write up in, uh, ERB in the Emerging Rock Bands magazine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like two episodes, two episodes, two <laughs> issues ago or the last issue. So, yeah. um, so my number four 
is a band that new classic rock in North America turned me on to, uh, Dead Levy. Their EP is Rise Up. If you like Chickenfoot, this is everything on this EP reminds me of Chickenfoot-like songs. Uh, so if, if that's your your deal, um, these songs are fantastic. Nothing good comes easy. Uh, best intentions and the title track Rise Up. It, it's one of those that you listen to, you listen to it a second time, you listen to it a third time, and you're like, this is great. And it leaves you wanting more. And that's always the best. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I am blanking on where they're from, but I know they're, they're an American band. So, uh, but number four is Dead Levy, Rise Up, my number four EP. All right, my number three. Let's move it along to a band that uh, had a great opening slot on a fall tour with a couple of bands that have really emerged as um, kind of uh, some of the faces of the new wave of rock music. Uh, those two bands are Dorothy and Dirty Honey. And the third band on the bill was this band called Max Saturn, uh, who released a great EP, very throwback sound to kind of the uh, the Bowie era of music um with that kind of pop, pop glam type style so um i really do like it. it's got a little bit of r&b flair to it too as well which i uh i enjoy and uh the out the ep i should say is called until the money runs out and the band is mac saturn like m-a-c like mac and cheese mac saturn uh ep was released this past august so check that out i think you'll uh enjoy that the itch guys are all over Max Saturn and, and so is McGee. He went to go see them, right? I believe in, in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And I was supposed to go to that show, but that was when I was having my health issue and I kind of missed that. I would have loved to have seen because this place, uh, they were playing at the Forge, which I've seen a lot of shows there. It was Dorothy, it was Dirty Honey and Max Saturn. And it's literally 200 capacity place. Oh, that's people. fantastic. <laughs> and I'm just kicking myself for missing that show, but there'll be more shows there. Yeah. Um, number three. Love these guys. <laughs> the EP title, I don't. It's, it's, it's the Canadian Boys, King Bull. Just absolutely fantastic EP. Continuing their sound that that I absolutely love. I don't know what the hell's going on with the, uh, the EP title of Conflicting Opinions on Mold and Bacteria. <laughs> I, I don't But if, if you liked their album in 2020, you'll absolutely love this um, quick EP. Um, they know how to get me five songs, 13 minutes, quick boys, quick songs. Love it. Love it. Um, uh, never seen you smile and I hate waiting are my two favorites, but, um, I feel like I, again, much like the last one, this is one of those you put it on and it leaves you wanting, it leaves me wanting more. I usually listen to it two or three times, hit the 2020 album you know, and then move on. So hopefully we get some more from them. I, I know that they had some, some dates this summer and this fall out in Toronto. So they're, they're making progress and that's always good to see. So number three, King Bull, conflicting opinions on mold and bacteria. Yay. <laughs> yeah. That just missed, missed my list uh, as well for the top five. And it's a band. It's such five. a unique sound. Yeah. They're a quirky band. They are. Um, but it's cool. And They've got such, I mean, from what I gather from them and from what I've seen, they've got such a very casual way about themselves, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, they definitely don't take themselves too serious. Uh, 
no. which is, is, is refreshing. But yeah, like you said, man, I mean, this, all the songs are pretty much under three minutes or just over yeah. if there's any. Uh, great follow up to their previous EP that they did a couple years ago. Yeah. And glad that they're still around. Glad that they're still making new music. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, unfortunately, the pandemic swallowed up a few bands and, uh, they were, you know, they emerged from, uh, from the pandemic and I'm glad to see they're making new music. So, um, on to my number two, uh, really great EP. Uh, I'm really happy that, um, the band I've seen since their since their EP release party is really just getting better. They're getting more exposure, um, and that's the Pete Dankelson band. Uh, a lot of people know him of Pete's Diary. Um, he's got a very uh, big Instagram presence. Uh, with the, you know he's playing and jamming on uh, his SG and his Les Paul, and he's got a Telecaster that's just awesome. But the EP is is all screwed up. And they are good. I think the lead singer bass player is like 16 or 17 years old. The drummer is just awesome, incredible. And Pete, of course, is a phenomenal guitar player. And uh, his story's out there. He's got a tremendous, inspiring story. But he backs it up, too, with the music. I mean, this kid can play, you know, these covers and stuff like that. And he's got the flair. He's got the smile on his face. But his original stuff that he does... On the, on this EP, just wails. I mean, Girl in the Magazine is a fantastic song. All Screwed Up is another great song. Another Lonely Night. Uh, they just did a great cover of Crossroads that was released as a single. Go check this out, man. All Screwed Up by the Pink da- Peter Dinkelson Band. Nice job. I, I honestly, as we were making our list, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that's a, I'm, I'm glad you got it on there. That's a, that's a good one. Um, so my number two. I like one because I actually have it. <laughs> I have it. But uh, it's Naked Gypsy Queens. Uh, we, we, this made, as an EP, this made one of my lists. I, uh, like I, what was this? First quarter? I think it yeah. was. First quarter. And it made a list. And it's, it's sensational. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous with the staffing. No, staffing. Uh, with the band changes. Uh, I'm curious to see what's next for them and how it sounds because this EP was sensational, bluesy, Southern rock goodness. And I hope they stay on that train. You know, um, everything about this album is awesome. Strawberry Blonde's 24. So good. Georgiana. And if your name is New York, just excellent, excellent stuff. So Naked Gypsy yeah. Queens is my number two. I agree with you, man. I love this EP too as well. Um, I- I'm nervous too, because along with them and a couple other bands like Fortune Child and the LA Maybe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all changed yeah. members of the band. Um, we'll be interested to see where they go in this new year to see yeah. what they sound like. Do they maintain the sound that, we, we fell in love with them, you know, because Naked Gypsy Queens, it was really after that EP, their trajectory was like really going. I mean, yeah. Fortune Child was there too, and LA maybe, but Naked Gypsy Queen out of Nashville was really gaining up, gaining some steam. So I don't know what happened there. Um, all we can do is, you know, hope is that they'll maintain the sound that, that they had. And, yeah. um, and LA maybe is another one that crushed it. 
you know, last year with their debut in 2021. And, you know, Fortune Zhao changed drummers or the singer then became the drummer. So we don't know what's going to happen with them. But all those things hopefully will be uh, answered here in the new year. All right. And my final number one EP ranking is, I mean, this band for me needs no introduction. It really doesn't. Uh, one of the great bands that are out there uh, continuing to make music, continuing to make great music. Um, probably one of my favorite bands that I listen to all the time. Uh, the EP is 7.2 and the band is Big Wreck. Uh, they, they're, they're breaking it up. I guess there's one more EP, 7.3, or maybe there's two more. Yeah. Wasn't that supposed to come out this fall? Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. This didn't happen. So maybe they're just kind of extending it and, and trying to figure out how to release it, but they released 7.1 last year. Did 7.2 this year. Ian Thornley is one of my favorite musicians in rock. The guy can sing. He's got a Kotzen-esque type voice, kind of very soulful. And his guitar playing is just masterful. His tone is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And seeing him live, I'm lucky enough to see them live a couple years ago. Um, his guitar playing, his tone, his custom guitars that he has. If you're a... If you're a guitar geek and into that guitar stuff, you will love Big Rock and you will love Ian Thornley. Uh, little known fact, I sound like Cliff Clavin on the show Cheers. Um, <laughs> little known fact, Normie. <laughs> he was he was actually picked to be the original lead singer and rhythm guitar player for Velvet Revolver. Um, no shit. But they decided to add another rhythm guitar player and go with Scott Weiland. So that's uh, that's... An interesting little tidbit about Ian. So, wow. And, you know, kind of, you got your number one next. Um, but before you go into that, kind of a couple other ones that um, I like to mention that, um, like Naked Gypsy Queens and, of course, the, the, the King Bowl one. But uh, The Issue um, released a really good EP this year. Band from Minnesota. Really like them. If you like, the band that Chris mentioned earlier. Oh God, what was it? What was his fourth pick or fifth? Yeah, maybe pick? 12 what? years today. Yeah. If you like, if you like 12 years today, you'll like the issue very similar in uh, in scope and kind of how they, how they arrange their music. Um, the EP is wasted life. It's kind of compilation of some of the singles they released over the last couple of years. So check that out. I, I think you'll enjoy that. Nice. So my my number one, um, I'm really happy that we do a subsection for EPs because it would have taken the spot on my regular list. That's that's how good it is. Um, I am I am well known for not liking the Boston area after living there for many many years. <laughs> really, I never never said anything. But this band is from Boston. Go figure. It's Rolling Nectar. The EP is Sassafras River, six songs of just Southern awesomeness, just absolute honey hole of good rock. It's, it's awesome. Every single one. I, I, I love the order, the way it needs to be. Sassafras River, Looking for You, Got Me Working, Chisel Meets Stone, In the Moment, 
easily could have made my list if we did not do EPs. That's that's how good this is. It would be the one um, that did it. I would love it if I can weasel away, weasel a work trip back to Boston Inn and see these guys live in 2023, um, or at the very least, see if they've got like a physical CD because that would be cool too. But um, I, I I have a feeling you. Jason and a lot of other folks in the in in our group would really love these guys if they haven't already heard them. But Rolling Nectar, Sassafras River is my number one EP of the year. All right. Well, now it's time to get into the top 20. We're going to do a part one and a part two. And this is number 20 through 11. So you'll hear the first part of this episode tonight and then in a couple of days we'll release part two which counts down to number one my number 20 is a, an album that came out earlier this year and this album has really stayed with me uh throughout the year and and i just love it it, it just i can't get enough of this record because it's such a good album. There's so many good songs on it. And the and the band is such a cool band. Um, they were on the New Music Spotlight earlier this year, too, as well. Uh, the band is Fast Eddie, and the album is Take a Look. Uh, just, again, a very Thin Lizzy-esque influence. Um, just some really cool riffs, some really cool songs. Love the song Milwaukee which is probably my favorite song on the album. But I hope this is a band that keeps going and, and, and gets an audience because they're, they're just great. They really are. It's been a good year for uh, Denver bands on the hook rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like we get some Denver bands populating the lists, which is Absolutely. awesome. Um, so my number 20 is a slow burner of an album. It's an album that um, I had number five in the first quarter and it has continually grown. And I listened to it a lot this summer and it's the slash album slash uh, miles Kennedy's conspirators. Um, I, I said it then and it's even more apropos now. The, it just keeps growing on me. The more and more I listen to it, um, this was an album that was also helped, I think, by seeing them in concert. You know, like, you know, you always get like that little bump, you know, when you see them. Sure. Um, so th this is one that uh, definitely got the bump, but Say uh, La Vie and Rivers Rising, the, the two singles. But honestly, ever since the show, the one song that really kind of gravitates to me is. <laughs> is kind of soft but is fill my world you know because it's it's the song that miles kennedy writ, wrote from a dog's point of view and i'm i am a big-hearted dog guy so this one really gets me every time i listen to it so um and call the dogs fall back to earth it's it's an absolutely great album and and i know as you struggled and everyone else struggled who submitted this that number that 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 10 for them and number 20 for us was really hard to put it in there but there was just no way i could leave this album off because it just continually got spins throughout the year yeah it's a good album it really is and i'm glad it made your list it's a good pick um Ooh. 
love Miles Kenny, love Slash, love Todd Damakerns. So such a great band. Yeah, it really is. Let's go to the Groove Council here and let's take a list from one of our friends. Let's go with the Chicago guy, High Stick Mick at High Stick Mick. It's H I Stick Mick. Uh, Mike uh, is someone I've enjoyed some shows with over this year, past year. So let's get into his list. Number 10, Paralyzed by Heavy Road. I'm sorry. The band is Paralyzed. The album is Heavy Road. Number nine, Larkin Poe, Blood Harmony. Number six, The Battlers, The Sun in the Tenth House. Number seven, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, Shake the Roots. Number eight, Sasquatch, Fever Fantasy. Number five, Goodbye June, See Where the Night Goes. Number four, Matt Mitchell and the Cold Hearts, Mission. Number three, Crowbot, Feel This. Number two, Marcus King, Young Blood. Number one, The Black Moods, Into the Night. And his honorable mentions are Slash, Miles Kennedy, and The Conspirators. Number four, as Chris just mentioned, Thunder Mother, The Black and Gold, Eric Gale's Crown, and Valley of the Sun, The Chariot. And his final honorable mention is Drab, the self-titled album from the band. I think they're out of Louisiana. So that's a good pick there, too, as well. Good on to stuff, number 19. Man. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, a band that I was, had the pleasure of seeing live, uh, a band that's been kind of underneath the surface of the emerging rock scene for several years now. They solidified their lineup earlier this year by hiring Griffin Tucker as their guitar player. Um, it's a band that I think is still evolving and still finding their sound. Um, and I think as they continue to kind of mesh together and evolve together i think you'll be able to see what they present live in their music i think the only negative thing i can think about with this record is it doesn't capture the energy that they have and like you just said seeing a band live kind of gives them a bump and i think that's the case with me because they put on such a good show uh, Derek Day is really energetic. I've seen them twice, once in the stadium tour, once open up for Joyous Wolf and Dorothy early this year. Uh, Griffin is just a monster on guitar, but the whole band is great. And I, I'm really looking forward to see where they go next in what they do. They're going to be doing the grind this year. They're going to be going out and doing a club tour and a theater tour. I don't know if they're going to be joining Motley Crue and Def Leppard on the tour this year. They very well could be, but, uh, I, I hope for the best for them. And, you know, Griffin has been a great friend of the show. Such a sweet dude. Derek's been on before. I uh, really like to see where they go. Classes act. The album is welcome to the show. Nice. So my 19 is uh, a, another, it's a veteran act. Um, it's a band that I saw this year. And God's honest truth, if you had told me in January of 2022, that come January 2023, I would be talking about how fucking awesome the Scorpions album Rock Believer is. I would not have believed it. I believed it. There's a, there's no way. And and much like with ACDC on their last album is, and I, you never know with these guys, but like if this is their last album, what a way to go. What a way. I mean, not only is this good though, they were phenomenal live. They blew me away. I had 
I just, my expectations were not high. I'm going to be really honest. I think we all know this. I was there for Thunder Mother. And to stick around and watch these guys like blow the fucking roof off. I, I was so impressed. So impressed. This is such a great album. Such good songwriting. Such great drum works. Drum work from Mickey, Rudy, and, and Matthias. Like, I don't know. I could go on for days on how awesome this album is and how great they were in concert. So uh, in an effort to keep this streamlined, I'll keep my babbling to a minimum here and just say that the Scorpions album was a huge surprise and it landed in my top 20. So number 19, Scorpions, Rock Believer. Yeah, it's um, it's a great album. And they're a great band, and they continue to be great live. They were going to retire, I think, God, five, six years ago. I thought they were done, um, but they kept going. And seeing them with Thunder Mother, Thunder Mother opening up for them and seeing them, I haven't seen Scorpions in so long. It's been a mm-hmm. while since I saw them. Like It's got to be 20-plus years since I've seen them. And they were awesome. They were incredible. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, man, if this is their last album, this is a really great way to go. Absolutely. Um, fantastic record. So that's a good choice, man. Thank you, sir. All right. So we've got our next group council member. We go to Rob in the hood. You can follow him at the Recividus, our resident legal expert. who's always uh, trying to wiggle his way into uh, the hearts and minds of the group council by his... <laughs> Stickler of the English language and stickler of the rules or trying to find loopholes in the rules. I shouldn't say sticking to the rules because if anyone tries to break them more or to try to find a way in, it's Rob and he's the lawyer. So go figure. <laughs> so number 10 for his albums, me and my bell bottom blues by Sonic flower band out of Japan. Number nine, the sceptered veil by Sergeant Thunderhoof band from the UK. Groupthink by Smoke, band out of Virginia. Number seven, Palo Verde by Cyclona, band out of the UK. Number six, The Wilfer Pursuit of Ignorance by Carson, band out of New Zealand and Switzerland. Number five, Acute Mania by Steak. Love that name. <laughs> I, I think they should name the album Potatoes. That's just, <laughs> but they're out of London, England. Um, I know he's a big fan of that album. Bear of Light at number four by Sunzar. I think that's how you pronounce it. They're out of Germany. Mm-hmm. Number three, Fear and Failure by Zom out of Pittsburgh. Number two, Fever Fantasy by Sasquatch. Second time that's shown up. I think uh, you're supposed to yell Sasquatch when you say it. Sasquatch! Fan out of Philadelphia. And number one, The Singularity. By Wolfat, out of band out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, Rob's five EPs that he chooses. Redwood by Redwood, out of Los Angeles. FU30, part two by Fu Manchu, or Fu30, part two by Fu Manchu, out of San Clemente, California. Number three, Turn to Stone, by chap- uh, Turn to Stone, chapter five, by Dune Eater, uh, Australian band. Number two, Turn to Stone, by chapter... Oh, God. What's going on here? Um, Turn to Stone, Chapter 5 by Dune Eater. Then we got Turn to Stone, Chapter 6 
by Captain <laughs> Caravan. It's like, what are we reading books here? What are we doing? We were doing Hitchcock. We were reading, we were doing stories. Choose your own adventure, baby. <laughs> and number one, Swarm by Swarm out of Helsinki, Finland. So his number one EP is Swarm by Swarm, and his number one album is The Singularity by Wofat. Good, good list there for Rob. Good list, Rob. To my 18, a band that um, I am thankful for being pushed by Kaz at East London Radio, who's also a contributor on Emerging Rock Bands, and Terry Taylor, who we talk about a lot on these shows with her playlists, because they have been on this band for a long time. And I gave the album a casual listen earlier this year. It didn't grab me. And I wanted to have their singer on Will... So I started listening to the album over the last couple months and where it didn't grab me at the beginning of this year, it certainly did after spinning it God, half dozen to 10 times. It's a very interesting album. There's a lot going on lyrically. They do a lot with the arrangements. Um, it's the band that you root for because they are really purists when it comes to rock and roll and comes to hard rock. Um, they don't really do a lot of frills. They they kind of wear their their feelings and their perspective on their sleeve. And um, it's been very well regarded across the globe. Um, the album is For All We've Left Behind, and the album is Black Lakes. Uh, this was released back in February. And like I said, it didn't grab me at the time. But as I prepared for this interview with Will, I was giving it a lot more listens and uh, just fall in love with it. So check it out. It's a great record. That, um, I don't think you and I talked about this, uh, but he's a really interesting guy. That was a really good episode that you did with him. He's really open and honest and funny and direct at the same time. Yeah, he's, he's, that was a really good episode. This is a really good album. That's a good pick. Thanks. So my, Number 18, and I didn't realize this till just now, is another band that I saw this year. And I'm kind of surprised that it's fallen down. I I think I cranked this album so much in the two weeks leading up to seeing them, this and, and the two previous ones, that I might have burned myself out a little, which is why it's at 18. But um, I think I need to just maybe take a little time off. But it's the King Buffalo album, Regenerator. Um, like we, we talked about in the, I think it was the, in the third and the fourth quarter, this is like a transitive album for me. This is a transitive band in that I put it on and I kind of like just fall into this little hole while listening to it. And, and, um, I dig that. I dig it a lot. Um, there's not a lot of songs on here as well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs. Um, but Hours, Mammoth, the Firmament, which is the last song on the album. It seems that I love every last song on every King Buffalo album. It's a weird oddity, but um, uh, I absolutely dig this song. And they put on a, a hell of a show. It, you know, it's just three guys spread out wide on a stage and they just kind of do their things. Not a lot of it's my first time seeing them but not a lot of uh, interaction with the crowd. They just get up there and play. So you can kind of appreciate that. Um, but yeah, my, my 18 is, is regenerator from King Buffalo. 
a little lower than I was, I would have expected, you know, back in October, November, but still made the list. Here we are. I absolutely love it and, and played the hell out of it in the last couple of months. I want to thank you for introducing this band to me um, because I want, I wanted to go see them live in November. I think it was. And I had Tyler Bryant or no Blackberry smoke on a Friday night and Tyler Bryant on a Saturday. They were playing on a Thursday. And I know one of the, one of uh, our friends in the group council, Chris was going, there's another Chris, um, and I was all set to go and I came home and I was tired and I took a nap and I woke up and I was like, kiss of death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't do naps when you're 47, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like you're, you're, you might as well just go to sleep. But I was listening to this album prior to that. And I'm like, wow, these guys are really good. And it's definitely a band that I really want to dive more into because they're interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the arrangements. I'm a sucker for a band that kind of takes you on a journey. And King, King Buffalo really does do that. They're able to capture um, your attention, your mind when you listen to them. Like you said, you kind of will get lost. It just like pulls you in. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, you know, where they are, where this, where, where Mastodon is right now, or Mastodon, depending on how you pronounce it, they're almost like Mastodon's younger brother. You know, in that they have a very interesting way to take you along on a ride with a, with a song. So, yeah, King Buffalo is, is 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 a really good band. So that's a good pick. Thanks, sir. And I, I will I will tease this that while I was super psyched to see King Buffalo, I again went there for the opening act, whom we will talk about later. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get into a Groove Council member list. We'll go to USA NA Chris. Uh, I had the pleasure of being at shows with him this year. Uh, so I had the pleasure of going, you know, to the show, uh, the Tyler Bryan show with both High Stick Nick and Chris. And man, just wonderful dude. Um, he actually went to the high school that I went to. I don't know if I've mentioned that before on the show. He graduated a few years earlier than I did, but. Um, it's great to get, get to know him. He's a, he's a wonderful dude. Just a, it's a great, uh, one of the, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. So, um, his list, let's get down to his list here. Number 10, Eric Gales, uh, album crown. Number nine, Vante, self-titled album. Number eight, Black Braid, Black Braid one. That's a really good, really good album. Number seven, Black Moods, Into the Night. Second time that's shown up. Number six, Crobot, feel this. Another repeat there. Number five, Sonia, Loud Arriver. Number four, Dorothy, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Number three, Freedom Hawk, Take All You Can. Number two, Three Wheeler Man, In the Name of the Holy Riff. And number one, Sasquatch, uh, Fever <laughs> Fantasy. So great list there from Chris. Good list, Chris. On to number 17. And... I love this record and I love the individual that is the leader of this band. Um, one of the great human beings that there, that there is in this crazy music business and interacting with a lot of different artists. A lot of them are great. Martin Reed is just a sweetheart of a guy. 
um, a guy that you're rooting for, a guy that you're pulling for constantly. And um, he's just well-loved by anyone that comes in contact with him. And his music is just awesome. I know he's got another project he's working on, but uh, you can't help but hope for the best with this guy and his career and what he does because he's um, he's just 100% honest with everything and just just pure emotion and pure love for everybody he comes in contact with. Uh, the name of the band is The MTR Project, Martin Thomas Reed Project, and the album is always a way out. And this album shows a lot of growth within the band from their previous EP that he le- released a couple years ago called The MTR Project uh self-titled album uh i know chris put this on his list last year even before because <laughs> he had the album so he just wanted to be a jag bag and make us all jealous that he had the album but nonetheless um i know you support mtr project um m- more so than anyone you and christy uh i i just love the music on this album i love the album and uh martin if you're listening i love the fact that you keep going and i know you've had some tough times but uh, we love you, brother, and we can't wait to hear more music. They've got a new EP in the offing coming. Uh, I don't know if it's the first or second quarter, but they said early 2023. Awesome. So awesome, awesome. awesome. And you know I love that album. <laughs> so, I know you do. So my number 17, um, I, I don't have a physical copy of it. I, I don't know how this is oh, man. this is possible. Um, this was an album that when we did the quarterly reviews, it showed up at number eight. I took a shit ton of flack for it, um, but it just kept getting played and getting played and getting played. And I know I'm going to take a shit ton of flack for having it at 17, but that's how good my list is, man, that I have at number 17, Shake the Roots from Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. <laughs> I, I, if you guys could see the annoyance in his face right now. <laughs> 17. You, you, had this, you had this at a low rank on your quarterly, too. I think you had it like 10 or 9, didn't you? 8. I had it at 8, yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's a oh, big Don't you sell yourself. <laughs> and, and Sunday No Show. Those two songs alone should catapult this into the top ten. Yeah, I love Tennessee, too. Tennessee, Tennessee is, is is my favorite song on the album. Um, I, I would love to sit here and wax poetic about it a lot. I, I know you did a lot. I, I did a little when we talked about it in, in the quarter. But um, the song Tennessee is just absolutely yeah. sensational. Off the Rails, Ghost Rider, you know, Roots is good. Um but I, I'm sure Tyler's listening. I'm sorry, dude, but there's so much good stuff this year, but I got you on the list. <laughs> I love Sell Yourself. I love that song. Yeah. Um, because if you if you kind of connect the dots with, with the band of being their first independent record, mm-hmm. and Eric in there, if you don't sell yourself, somebody will, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I just love what the song represents and what it's all about. And we're going to talk about this album again. I figure I'm sure you that, but I got the orange vinyl too. Ooh. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful. If there's ever an, a, a vinyl that looks like a, an orange push up when, uh, 
and you're, you know, from the ice cream man, yeah. that vinyl looks like an orange pushup. Uh, it is great. So if you haven't gotten it yet and they're still available, I think there was a limited run. There might be a few that are still available. Go to his website and order that because it's that, it, that's it, definitely getting ordered. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. And this is an artist that I have not seen live that I really hope. And I, I am telling you, yeah. I am telling you, I know there's a lot of talk about the struts and it's well-deserved with Luke Spiller and their performance and everything. But when you think of front men and you think of their personality coming out, I would say right behind Luke Spiller is Nick Reese from Joyous Wolf, who's really coming to his own, and Tyler Bryant, who is just awesome. He's got a little bit of a quirky sense of humor, too, when he's on stage. But, man, he gets into it. He's awesome. Fantastic guitar player. Again, we're going to talk about him soon enough here. Cool. Um, here on list. Back to the Groove Council. We'll go into Rich at Fuzz Doom Riff. And um, he does a lot of reviews, too, as well, for a lot of metal and, and uh, stoner rock bands. So let's get into his list here. His five EPs, El Muno, Temple Corrupted at number five, Black Tongue Reverend, Northern Burden. Number three, Coma Hole, self-titled album. Two, and number two is Hog, the Hog EP. And number one, HWDU, Better You Than Me. Those are his five EPs. And then on to the full-length albums at number 10, Carson, The Wolf of Pursuit of Ignorance. Number nine, Zom, Fear and Failure. Number eight, Abrams, In the Dark. Number seven, Umbicolus, Path of a Thousand Suns. Number six, Moss Generator, Time Wounds. Number five, Valley of the Sun, The Chariot. Number four, Wolfat, The Singularity. Number three, Obsidian Sea, Pathos. Number two, Cyclona, Palo Verde. And number one, no surprise for those in the Groove Council, because he's been talking about this album pretty much as soon as it came out, and that's Freedom Hawk with Take All You Can. Freedom, that Freedom Hawk album, he got it early. And I got a message from him, and all it said was, you're going to love this. <laughs> and I and I literally had to wait like six weeks to hear it. <laughs> no fair. No fair. All right, on to number 16. I love this album. I love it because I listen to a lot of blues-based rock and a lot of, you know, edgier type of rock music. Not so much metalcore or metal, um, but you know, basically a lot of guitar-based stuff. And this album surprised me because uh, it's sneaky, sneaky good. And I just love the whole vibe of the band because it's different. It's a throwback. I don't know if I would say it's anything original, um, but it's definitely a throwback of a time when music was, the, the the look of the people in bands and music was really out there. And you think of like the David Bowies and the T-Rexes and the Slades and the Sweets and stuff like that. The band is Jossie, and the album is pronounced Jossie. Um, just a great record. Um, 13 songs, which anytime you can get that many songs on an album is always yeah. a thing too as well. But it's sneaky good. It's it's just got a very the, the tempo and the flair of the album is is 
like I said, it's different than what's a lot of stuff that's coming out. Again, it's a throwback and a lot of stuff is throwback these days, you know, whether it's blues based or whatever, but it's an album that is really, I think, underrated. So I highly suggest anyone listening, checking that out. I guess the DJ Scott thumb of approval and it got the turbo thumb of approval back in whatever quarter it was released. I know it made his third well. quarter. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is strange because not strange, but Turbo is really into that Doom and Stoner stuff, and um, he had this on his list, which I was I was really happy to see that. Yeah, Turbo's big into blues. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk about it much in the group, but I, I know that he's a big, big, big blues guy too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my sixteen was just in the third quarter; it ranked seven. And yet somehow found its way into the uh, year end list because much like the last album that we just talked about there on my list, the Tyler Bryan album, I couldn't stop listening to it. It's the Marcus King album, uh, Young Blood. And much like the Scorpions, I knew the album was coming out and much like the Scorpions, you know, his last album, um, uh, 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 El Dorado wasn't wasn't bad, but it, I wasn't expecting as much. Maybe that doesn't sound great, but you put this on, you drop the needle in this, and it just comes to life. You know, it 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 really it it takes you for a ride. Um, the 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 two song back to back of Rescue Me in Pain, uh, the CCR vibe of Blood on the Tracks. Uh, dark cloud which is such a good song um just it, it just an absolutely enjoyable unexpected album for me um i'm so I'm, I'm so happy for him he seems to be really kind of hitting it hitting his stride right now i was i was kind of surprised that he didn't make your uh your carl's uh 10 list um 10 artists to keep track of i think you did about like late november early december um well, but I didn't know if maybe he he has had enough success so far. Right, that, that, I think that's what it was. Too far he's, along, yeah, he's okay. he's really established himself. Um, so that's kind of why I didn't have him on the list. And I'm sure probably Carl didn't put him on the list for the same reason too. But yeah, yeah, this is it's such an an, uh, an enjoyable album, and and I had it. You know, it's interesting how it shakes out. In the third quarter, I had Tyler Bryant at eight and I had Marcus King at seven. And now they come in at 16. So, so kind of slotted together, but it's weird. I think of both of these albums together and you, I usually listen to them back to back. It's, it's the weirdest, oddest thing when you think about how much music has been put out this year. And I always seem to listen to these one way or the other back to back. It's just a, they are linked in my brain, but Marcus King's Young Blood comes in at uh, 16. Eminently enjoyable album. Good pick, man. All right, on to Rob at Skylab Tapes, his uh, year-end list here. Um, well, he just did 15, so we'll go through them. The Flower Kings by Royal Decree at number 15. Number 14, Big Big Train. Uh, Welcome to the Planet. Number 13, James Labrie, Beautiful Shade of Grey. Number 12, Aluna, Strange Machine. Number 11, Seven Kingdoms by Zenith. Number 10, Wukan, 
heretic tongues, heretic tongues, I should say. Nine, Gandalf's Fist, <laughs> Witter Shins. I love that name of that album. It's so great. Um, Pattern Seeking Animals by the album. The band is Pattern Seeking Albums, and the album is only passing through. Number seven, Visions of Atlantis, Pirates. Number six, Wild Run, Epigon. Number five, Orc, Scream, Nasium. Number four, Lonely Robot, Model Life. Number three, Divergillo, Morse and Jennings. Number two, Marillion, An Hour Before It's Dark. And number one, Porcupine Tree, Closure, Continuation. And just want to correct myself, the, the first album at number 15 is... The uh, band is the Flower Kings, and the album is Royal Decree, or the band is Royal Decree. So good list there for Rob. He is our prod guy um, in the group council. So um, he's got, but he's, but he is not fan of everything. The prog, he does listen to a lot of stuff as well. So, um, but yeah, great list for Rob. Great contributor to the podcast. Check out the episode that we did. With uh, with him just recently on the history of vinyl and where it is in in modern music these days. You think Rob's got like a hidden Bell Biv DeVoe piece of vinyl in his collection? He just doesn't I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> not put it past him. Absolutely not. Um, never doubt the professor. When you doubt the professor, you get in trouble. Yeah, that's true. So, my fifteen is the first repeat of our show between Chris and I and kind of piggyback off what he talked about with this album, how it just kind of comes to life and um, it's just creates a, a really um, great, great vibe with the record. I had the mm-hmm. pleasure of seeing this artist live. And let me tell you, if you've never seen Marcus King live, you need to. Uh, it is a definite must see his guitar playing and his, he just, he just nails it. The other show I went to with high stick Mick and, uh, we just had a blast and he was awesome. The album is young blood, as you mentioned, and the artist is Marcus King. Um, just a phenomenal record. My favorite song on this album, bar none is blues worse than I ever had. <laughs> I love that song. It's just, yeah, man, if you're driving back on like a highway at late at night after a show and you're just chilling and just feeling the road, that song is the ultimate driving song. Is so great. But wait, 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 wait. Does this replace anything off of Gypsy Cadillac for you? In that scenario, your ultimate post-show driving home. I think it's. I, I think it's included in a play. Okay. Gypsy <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So uh, we got. Uh, so my what fifteen? Yeah. Is uh, an album that I had on my fourth quarter list. Denver band. Really want to see them live near dusk, um, through the cosmic fog, uh, 
I don't, I don't really want to have to, I, I hope I don't repeat exactly what I said the fourth quarter, but um, this is goodness and it's riffy and it's catchy as hell, you know, for more of a stoner rock album. But, uh, you know, it, it, it comes on strong with the way it goes and, and kind of rolls through their blood for money is really good. And then this, this plotting energetic, I guess plotting and energetic don't really go well together, but whatever, we'll make it work. Uh, track EMFD that rolls right into my two favorites, Roses of Their Band and Cosmic Fog. And then ends with the awesome named Thumper Slab City. Um, when I got this at some point in November, I got the CD and, and it stayed in my car for like three straight weeks. I probably listened to this 20 times in a row. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's just an absolutely awesome disc. I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, again, I hope I get to see these guys in 2023, but uh, through the cosmic fog from near dusk. Great pick, man. I love that album. Love that album. Fantastic. All right, let's go into 14. This is, I think, the first album that I'm trying to remember. If I I know I didn't have it on any quarterly list that I had. Um and I love everything about this record. I love everything about it because it's Southern rock and very country, but it's not like country pop. It's very like old school 70s country AM radio. Um, and it's got some really cool groove to it. And there's like the Southern aspect of the, of the album, Southern rock aspect. Um, had the pleasure of seeing this artist live recently. Uh, blew me away. She was absolutely fantastic. The album is Denim and Diamonds and the artist is Nikki Lane. Um, fantastic. I can't say enough about her. She was absolutely great. The first song on the album, First High, is an absolute gem that I absolutely love. Born Tough is great. Faded is great. Try Harder, Good Enough. Black Widow is a great song. Uh, just a great artist, uh, a great singer songwriter, a great performer. Again, it's Southern rock and it's got a lot of old school country. It's not your country pop and, right. you know, all that kind of crap that comes out. It's good stuff. I can't um I can't say enough about it. If you go back and, and visit some of her older stuff, I recommend seven hundred thousand rednecks. Which Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did let you you called and told me to go listen to that. Yes. That's it's a great awesome. song. It's yeah. a great song. It's a great yeah. so my number fourteen is Nikki Lang and the album is Denim and Diamonds. Go check it out. Nice, nice pick. All right, back to the groove yeah. council. We've got Christian Eagle, another great contributor to the show. Um, as I mentioned in the fourth quarter episode, we've tackled the algorithms and uh, TikTok. And I think we're going to, in the next episode she comes out, we're really going to talk about Live Nation and the increase in fees and all the money they're making and how they're 
screwing fans and charging all these ticket prices. So we're going to definitely going to get into that in the new year. But let's get to her list here. At number 10, Eddie Vedder, Earthling. Number nine, Goodbye June, See Where the Night Goes. Number eight, Bloody Wood, Rack Shack. Number seven, I Prevail, True Power. Number six, The Scorpions, True Believer. Or Rock Believer, sorry, The Scorpions, Rock Believer. Number five, Freedom Hawk, Take All You Can. Number four, Error by The Warning. Number three, Valley of the Sun, The Chariot. Number two, Avi Kaplan, Floating on a Dream. And number one, Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. It's a great album title. His or her, I'm sorry, uh, honorable mention, Marcus King, Youngblood, and the Black Angels, Wilderness of Mirrors. So good list there for Christy. Good list, Christy. Uh, so my 14 <laughs> is another album that I still don't have yet. I'm expecting it any day. Uh, an album that we talked about in the fourth quarter, an album that you're going to get super pissed that I have it as far down as 14. Again, it just means my 13 and up are that great. <laughs> but at 14, I have Ballad of a Misspent Youth, Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts. We we talked about this ad nauseum in the fourth quarter episode, but, um, you know, I, <laughs> again, I, I knew this was coming. The look of disdain, aggravation, annoyance. Uh, I think he's going to try to throw his dog at the computer right now. Um, sorry, Mr. Hook, but uh, it's on the list. It's on the list. And again, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the fourth quarter. One of the things that I love and appreciate about this album, and this is so superficial, but this is just how stupid I am. Much like with King Bull, I love how efficient it is. Eight songs, 27 minutes of awesomeness. <laughs> awesomeness. Um, I love girls in the east side of town. I love say goodbye. I love ballad of misspent youth. And with that, I cede my time to you to yell at me and then to keep it in reserve for what I imagine is a top five slot in the next episode. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. 14, dude. 14. It's on the list. <laughs> 14. You know what? You probably go to the art institutes and see like a freaking Van Gogh and go, meh, it's all right. I'm the guy who says, when someone says, do you want to go to the art institute? I go, no. <laughs> I can see it online. <laughs> 14. There's nothing that I could say that would properly describe my absolute disgust with you right now. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. I can't, there's not a word. There's nothing I could say that would, that we could just describe just utter disappointment. Utter disappointment. There we go. Uh, that's, that's what I was, that's exactly what I was expecting. Um, yeah. Well, just wait. What if, what happens? You, you're so utterly disappointed and we're only at 14. What happens if I like don't have something on here? Well, I mean, it, it, it'll stay in line <laughs> with, with what you do considering what you did last year. <laughs> I mean, so that's not going to be a surprise. I, I made no egregious <laughs> mistake this year. Well, we'll, we'll see. 
<laughs> I think you will think I made an egregious mistake, but I, I have no egregious 17 mistake. 17 Tyler Bryant and 14 Tuck Smith? Uh, seventeen. Yes, 17 and 14. You don't do drugs. No. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You're not an alcoholic. You're not codependent on a substance. This is what you do. This is what you do. It 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 is it it is the the shaking love that runs my body right now. <laughs> Absolutely shameful, dude. Absolutely shameful. All right, let's move on because I need I need to I need to turn the page. Turn You're the- gonna love my next two, considering where Tuck Smith was. <laughs> All right, number thirteen. We're getting down here to almost the top ten. So number thirteen is an album that came out in the fourth quarter, uh, a band that I enjoy. I think we both enjoy this band immensely. Um, one of the superstars of the emerging rock scene in the UK. Um, and, you know, we always talk about here in the United States about, you know, a franchise movie, you know, series, right? Three movies equals a franchise. You know, if you do, Three movies or whatever, you've got three viable points of entertainment for people to enjoy in the fandom. And, and this band gets their franchise with this third album that they released in the last several years. Started with Full Nelson. Second album was House of Noise. And the third album, Triggered by Massive Wagons, gives them their franchise. This is a great, great record. Again, we talked about it extensively here in the fourth quarter episode love the song asshole one of the best songs 2022 they write a lot about timely topics um which i enjoy um for instance they have generation prime which is about amazon prime please stay calm which is about everybody freaking out fuck the haters which is a great tune um gone are the days the song triggered just a fantastic album. Um, 13 songs, which is great to see. I love yeah. seeing that. But again, the boys do it. I hope that they could get on a tour and get over here to the United States because I think rock fans are really missing out when they're unable to see a band of this caliber. So yeah. my 13th pick is Triggered by Massive Wagons. It's a great pick. Great pick. I love that song Skateboard, too. There, there's not, you're right, though. 13 tracks and there's not a there's not a, a skippable one on there, yeah. Which is which is a great thing for thirteen tracks. No, I agree, man. Absolutely, good pick. Well, so my thirteen, uh, I don't have yet, um, but it's a a band Turbo turned me onto, and it came out the last day, September thirtieth uh, of the third quarter, and I didn't get on it. I, I don't think for a few weeks after that, but man, once I listened, um, I, I completely fell for it. It's, it's hard rock, stoner, fuzz and metal kind of all rolled into one. The, the band is out of Sweden. It's deadly vipers and the album is low city drone. It's got this really cool album cover. I have to look on my band camp page cause I don't even have it yet. <laughs> But um, the it, it much like we talked about in the four I talked about in the fourth quarter it, it kind of like mashes a lot and gets into a sweet spot for me um, and and it's great the second song Adam 
um, and the fifth song, Meteor Part Two, going right into Last Rise, uh, just eminently enjoyable. This is an album that I found that I kept going back to at least once a week while working out. And just like we talked about in the fourth quarter, I just kept like screenshotting every single song, every song constantly, constantly listen to it. I listened to it earlier this morning. That's how much I do. Um, so uh, my number, what was this? 13 is um, the Swedish band Deadly Vipers and the album is Low City Drone. Good stuff. Good pick. Good pick. Let's go back to the Groove Council with uh, Kaz A, host of the East London Radio Show and also contributor to emerging rock bands, uh, a great soldier in the support of new rock and roll and new hard rock and metal. She's more into metalcore. She's probably our metalcore rep when it comes to the Groove Council, but let's get into her list. Her top five EPs are Butterside, Joker, Number four, NTT Transition. Number three, Melt um, Engine is the name. Number two, 12 Years Today, Escape the Gray. And number one, Dick Roma, three. Before we go on, I, I do want to mention Butterside, too, as well. I forgot to yeah. mention them when I was mentioning my uh, honorable mentions for my EP, but that is a great, great EP. Um, Sam Bam Colton, phenomenal guitar player. Um, that's he's also a guitar player for Dorothy and Faster Pussycat is the um, is the lead guitarist in that band. Her special mentions for her albums are Jordan Red, Hands That Built the World, Amongst Liars, the self-titled album, and Fit for a King, The Hell We Create. Her top ten are Deepest Bones, self-titled yeah. album. Number nine, Shape of Water, Amor Fatih. Number eight, Thornhill, Heroin. Number seven, North Lane, Obsidian. Number six, Parkway Drive, Darker Stiff, or Darker Still. Parkway Drive, Darker Still. Number five, Bad Omens, The P- the Death of Peace of Mind. Four, I feel like they're killing the Iron Maiden album when I say that. <laughs> Number four, William, Villain of the Story, Divided. Number three, Health, Disco 4, Part 2. Number 2, Silver Cord, Augeries of Ruin. And number 1, as I mentioned on my list, Black Lakes for All That We've Left Behind. Great list, Kaz. Thanks Great for list, Kaz. To number 12 we go. This band, I got to thank the guys in the all thing, all. All things blues and southern rock podcast for turning me on to this band. Um, as you know, I love blues, and this is a traditional blues band. Um, just a really cool record, a very throwback style album. Um, number one on the Billboard Blues charts, which is phenomenal for them. I had Matt Stubbs on the show, the guitar player. The band is GA20, and the album is Crackdown. Love, love, love this album. And it gets better with each listen. It truly does. It's it reminds me of those times of being at my uncle's house or my cousin's house and then playing some blues on the on the turntable. And 
it just brings me back. I can smell the cigarette smoke, <laughs> cigar smoke. I can smell the marinara sauce being cooked in the in the pot in the kitchen and just listening to blues as I just sat in the living room when you know watching the ball game or something like that. But love this album, GA20 Crackdown. Uh some of the highlights for me are Fairweather Friend, Dry Run, Easy on the Eyes. I love By My Lonesome and Gone for Good. So check out this album. You won't be disappointed. It's the uh the blues album on my list or the traditional blues album I should say. It's a really good pick. Really, really good pick. Um, 12. What do I have at 12? Ah, an album that did not make any of my previous lists. An album that came out in the second quarter. And I don't believe I got on this album. I think when I was going to Chicago in like mid July. So I was, I was a good six weeks late on this but once i once i listened to it it was kind of like a whoa what is this um and it's band out of san diego uh rich turned me on to them seemed pretty popular on the twitters a, a lot of people really enjoy it but it's the the band is el Perro. the the name of the album is hair of they they're kind of like a psychedelic rock with good fun funk great vocals um i've completely forgotten the guy's name but the guy from radio moscow started this band and uh it's it's a lot of fun there's an awesome jam called kmt on here it's it's the last song on the first side but no harm is the second song is is my favorite. But Crazy Legs, Black Days. So it, this was a song that I listened to a lot in the summer when my wife was out of town, and I would kind of do the "It's time to uh, feed the dogs, let them out, start figuring out something to make dinner," and just like several times a week at that exact time frame. It's weird how you have like a mental thing with albums. Um, this was that for me. So summer evening album that just continues to, to get better with, with each play and a really cool album cover. I don't know what the hell that thing is, but it's cool. And the vinyl is yellow. It's blue instead of yellow. So that's always cool. So uh, my number 13 or 12, 12, right? 12 is the yeah. awesomeness of El Perro and the album is hair of. Good pick, man. To the final pick of part one of mm-hmm. our end of year album album rankings. I hope you've enjoyed our EPs and our rankings here in the first part. And we'll do it again on the next episode as we count down to number one. My 11th pick for the year is a band out of the UK, a band that's been touring. Um, I believe they toured with AWOL Nation and Bad Flower. Um, I think they're going to stay in the States for, or maybe they just left the States. They also did a couple other tours. Plus they did a club tour at the beginning of the year. So they're really working the grind, um, and really doing it. And it's good to see finally a band from the UK come over here and tour. The band is the Mysterines and the album is reeling released in the first quarter of this year. Again, I talked about them on our episode of 10 bands to watch. In 2023, 
they've got a great lead singer, Leah Metcalf, who's got uh, just a great perspective in her lyrics. It's kind of like Hole meets Garbage meets The Pretenders. It's Yeah, uh, I get the Shirley Manson thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that. 100%. And uh, just really cool melodies in their in their hooks and, and choruses. Um, I love this band. Uh, I, they released a bunch of singles early on in their career. They finally released a full length. They followed it up in the same year with an EP, which mm-hmm. I want to mention too as well. And that was called All Those Things. So check that out. They've got a lot of music wherever you can get it. I do have the physical copy of their album. And I hope they get back here to the States at some point in 2023 or soon. But this is a band to really watch out for because they do have an appeal to a younger audience. So um, keep an eye out for the Mysterings. I saw them in Denver in a really small club in May. My favorite club here in Denver. And uh, so, yeah, they and that that's the cool thing is you get to see some of these bands that you you hear about. And you get to see like literally right in front of you, <laughs> like a hundred person capacity club. And she's right there and he's right yeah. there and he's right. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool. So good pick. Um, So my number 11 is, is, is where shit gets hard for me or got hard. My number 11 is, is an album that in the quarterly episode I pulled a Christian Eagle. I didn't realize I was doing it, but I pulled a Christian Eagle and said, this is an album of the year candidate. It's a little early. <laughs> it's a little early. Um, but um, it's an album I played the hell out of uh, all, all year. It's, it's, it's Jack White's Fear of the Dawn. And there's, I love it. It's it's completely funky, without a doubt. But I love it when you can hear an artist make an album that they you can hear their freedom and the fun that they're having while making it. And I get all of that in this one. It's it's so off the wall crazy. Um, I, I I remember <laughs> I remember I think when we did quarter two, it was or quarter one, whenever, whenever it came out, um, I think it was like my third place one. And I I remember thinking that this is probably an album that all the jackasses at like pitchfork probably heard. And we're just like lining up these shit bombs ready to go online and just crap all over it. But it's because it's, it's, it's so crazy, but yet so catchy and, Every single song, you're you're bouncing your feet, you're snapping your fingers, you're bouncing your head, and it's just it's Jack White in everything you love about Jack White. It's 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 great. I honestly can't believe that that this is not a top ten album, but that's just the way that things roll. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's addictive, and again, I think I said this last time. It feeds my my short attention span so well at 12 songs in like 35 or 37 minutes. It's, it's, it's great. So my number 11, Jack White, Fear of the Dawn and the awesome artwork that is accompanied with it. Um, just sensational. So good way to uh, wrap up 
part one, right? <laughs> yeah, no, great list for you. Great list from the Groove Council. Great picks. Uh, minus two of the picks that you had, which I think are absolutely brutal. Um, <laughs> but they're on the list. They're on the list. It's not like I left them off. I didn't want to, I didn't want to begin this conversation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great. We, we got through the top five EPs. We had some special mentions for them. Yeah, that'll be fun. What was the album that surprised you that wasn't higher than in the top 10 that was in, that was in these, um, your first round on my list? Oh, uh, it, it, the Jack White album. Yeah, I, that that's that's the one that really surprised me. Uh, I adore that album. I, I've I've listened to that album an insane amount of times, and it was awesome because it was also you, you got like a little double hit because they were playing the hell out of out of this album during the hockey playoffs last year, going into and out of all the commercials. So you're getting an extra little hit every night. And um, yeah, the Jack White album is, it, it's a surprise to me that that is not in my top 10, but I think that just speaks to how crazy the top 10 is crazy good, or at least my yeah. top 10 is. What about you? Well, obviously the Mysterines were in my top 10 um, and got knocked out by an album that was never on my list for the quarter for any of the quarter um, albums. Um, but that very well could have been in my top 10. Um, Nikki Lane was a surprise how that snuck up on me too, as well. Um, I just fell in love with the album driving around and listening to it. Um, Marcus King, I thought when I was doing a list in my head would be higher ended up not being in my top 10, still a great record, but yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised massive wagons wasn't a top 10. Cause it was what your number two. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, for fourth quarter, yeah. yeah. So um just I think we talked about this. We felt that there was going to be a drop off in depth of albums coming out compared to last year. And there were a lot of reasons why last year was such a great album for music. You had people pushing back albums that didn't want to release it during the height of the pandemic. You had people that or artists that were creating music during the pandemic um, and kept going because they really weren't doing a lot of touring. So 2021 was just an explosion of music. And we were kind of w- wondering like what was going to happen. And the year really did start off slow when you think back of the first quarter and the albums that were coming out compared to the year previous, but it really picked up. And I think making this list this year was more difficult because every album I felt could have very well been a top 10 album and any, anything in my top 10 could have been a number one album. Whereas I kind of knew my two top two last year, um, what they were going to be. And I kind of knew what the slots were going to be just based on how I listened to mm-hmm. 2021. There was a lot to choose from, but I just think that the albums that I chose were just significant in their own way. Um, and I think also, too, I was able to sit with the albums longer this year than last year because there was so much music coming out last year. It was impossible to really sit with an album 
or a number of albums because you were constantly listening to other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. No, it does. It does. Um, I felt like there was an equal amount of music that came out this year as compared to last year. I just, I feel like, I feel like 2002, the upper crust of my albums were really good. Whereas I thought the bulk of the year for 2021, the depth was much better in 2021 than 2022. But I brought that up in our little group and that got smashed back down my throat. So I I bring that up hesitantly. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, of course, there's never a list that we do that doesn't have a couple of questionable picks by Chris. And we sort of have that in part one. We'll see where we're at with part two. I'm really interested to see what albums are in your top 10 that stopped you from putting Tyler Bryant, Tuck Smith, and Marcus King, for that matter, in your top 10. Oh, my top 10 is a, is a beauty. Yeah. I feel like, in all honesty, I, I feel like everyone in our group could pick my top 10. They may not get the order right, but they would pick all 10 albums. But we'll see. We'll see. The order is the order is hard. The order is really, really, really hard. This has been the hardest year for my top 10, but without a doubt. Uh, we can get into that mm-hmm. um, the next time. But um, this, was a, this was a hard year. But um, yeah, good list. Good list. Some, some surprises. Some... I guess your list, though, is is not all that shocking now that I'm looking at it 20 through 11. I'm curious to see what your honorable mentions are. We'll do that next time. But I'm curious to see which ones just missed, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, man, we'll do it in a couple days. So um hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Hope everybody enjoyed part one. And uh, go listen to the stuff, too, right? Go check it out. Do yourself a favor and check out some of this music. And don't just listen to it once or don't just skip after the first 30 seconds. Really sit down, play it in your car when you're driving to work or you're running around running errands on a Saturday and Sunday. Just keep listening to it and and maybe something will hit you. That's all we can do to hope. And, and play it when your kids are in the car. And you may not think that they're you may think that they're not paying attention. Because they're not acknowledging it. If you keep playing rock and roll every time they get in the car, sooner or later, it's going to filter in that eardrum all the way into the brain and it's going to connect with them and they're going to start listening to it. Don't believe that they're not subconsciously hearing it. Just keep playing it every time you're in the car. Play rock and roll and play new rock because they don't want to listen to your, they don't want to listen to mom and dad's music. We didn't want to listen to mom and dad's music when we were younger. So, I mean, let them figure out that Led Zeppelin and Van Halen and ACDC and Metallica are great bands. Let them figure it out on his own. But start with stuff that they're going to connect with that's new that, you know, maybe not be like this this band that all their uncles and aunts and mom and dads and older cousins talk about. So just a bit of advice. Hopefully you take it. Um, but again, thanks for listening. Chris, thanks for uh, doing part one. And we'll talk in a few days. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. All right, everybody, that's our wrap up here for part one of the albums of the year, number 20 through 11, plus our top five EPs. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Stay safe and uh, 
Happy New Year. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.